So, big welcome to all of you here from Limerick. It is great to have you on retreat here. You're actually pretty amazing young people. Not going to lie. All right? Like to come away on retreat for a weekend. I don't know what, what everyone else is saying at home. But, like, that takes a bit of courage. Takes a bit of backbone. Takes a bit of thick skin. So, fair play to you. All right? Well done. Well done. Uh, there's something in our, re- in our gospel today which, uh, which we just heard, which I think is very, very powerful. Uh, it's an expression which the Lord says for our consolation. Okay, so what is it? He says, I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you orphans. So this is God saying to us, I will not leave, leave you orphans. Uh, a couple of years back, my, my mom's mother died, so my granny died. And my mom turned to me, and I'd never actually kind of thought of it this way, but she said, um, said I'm an orphan now. My, my, her, her father, my granddad, died a good couple of years back. So she said, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an orphan now. And it just really struck me, like, how sooner or later, actually, all of us, from an earthly perspective, all of us will be orphans at some point. I mean, our parents generally are older than us. Generally happens that way. You know how that works, yeah? So, so generally speaking, on the law of averages, they will, they will pass away before we do. So who knows, by the time we're 60-ish or 70, or definitely by, more than likely by the time we're 70, uh, our parents will have passed away and we'll actually be orphans. It's a startling kind of a thought. That's, in a way, it's kind of, it's kind of the natural order of things, you know, that, that our parents pass away before us. That's, that's the way things generally go. And the Lord says, I want to fill that void. I want to fill that gap. But there's another kind of being an orphan, there's another way of being an orphan, which I think is actually uh, far more painful. When our parents pass away in, in, after living a full life and reaching a ripe old age, and we ourselves have lived a ripe old age, and our parents pass away, in some way it's kind of, I'd say, it's still hard, still hard, always hard to say goodbye, but somehow it's, it's kind of natural. It can't really be avoided. It's far, far harder when at a young age you're left. That's much, much more difficult. When at a young age your, your, your dad or your mom or both who could still well be alive just aren't interested enough to stay around. That's hard. That kind of, that kind of being an orphan, that, that actually cuts really, really deep. Because you'll always be left with this question, a question which, by the way, especially for us men, a question which we as men ask ourselves constantly anyway, am I good enough? This question runs through a guy's mind almost constantly, without us even really realizing it, where we're constantly kind of checking, am I good enough? Am I as good as? Not in a sense of comparison or want to be better, but I want to be good enough. I want to be, like if you're a boy, you want to be a man. And because you, do, because you want to be a man, you want to prove yourself. So you want to do stupid things. You start running along the tops of walls. You start chasing after wild ponies. We have a, 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 a lady here in the front row who, may, row who may or may not, in order to prove herself back in the day, chased on, uh, <laughs> grabbed onto a pony horse. What was it? I don't know. Some breed of a pony. And um, uh, there was a rope around its neck. She grabbed onto She got kicked in the head. And she still didn't let go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to prove myself, okay? But for, for a lot of us lads, there, there is this, this desire, this need to kind of prove ourselves. I think prove ourselves to ourselves. It's not so much about everyone else seeing what we are. It's about us recognizing within ourselves, am I good enough as a man? Now, ordinarily, the person who shows us how to be a man is our dad. 
That's, again, the, the natural order of things. I, I learned to be a man from my father. And if my father wasn't around, then who teaches me? Because it doesn't just happen by age. It's not like once you hit 18, suddenly maturity and experience and reason kick in and you become a man. It has nothing to do with age. It has everything to do with who we spend our time with and who we learn from and who we choose to be our role models. So I'm going to say a few things that the, the friars can't say. They're great. They, they, they could say them, but it's better if I say them. The Lord says, I will not leave you orphans. So what has he provided for ye? Fathers. For any of you who come from difficult backgrounds, for any of you who, who, in whose family there is a void, there's someone missing, there's someone who didn't stay around. God provided fathers for ye. And in, in Deuteronomy, it's one of the first books of the Bible, God describes how he sets two ways before us, right? God allows us to be free. And he sets two ways before us. The way that leads to life and the way that leads to death. And then it's, it's, it's awful that God has to actually specify. He, then he says, choose life. As if that wasn't obvious enough, choose life that you and your descendants may live. Guys, no matter what the friars put on for ye, no matter what retreats they organize, no matter what outings they arrange for ye, no matter where they send ye, they can send ye to Medjugorje, Lourdes, Fatima, Botswana, it makes no difference. Ultimately, you have to choose what you want to do with your life. You have to choose which direction your life goes. They can give you an example, but it's up to you to choose if you want to follow that example. And the consequences are huge. And you're young. But the consequences of your choices are still huge. You've lived because of the consequences of other people's choices. You maybe even have suffered because of other people's choices. We can't make the same mistakes. We cannot make the same mistakes. But two ways are set before us, like a way that leads to life and a way that will more than likely, if not lead to death, definitely lead to suffering. And this is, how, this, is, this is what's set before you guys. And no matter what they do for you, no matter how, how much they pray for you and how much they suffer for you, no how many sleepless nights they have because of you, ultimately the choice is yours. Do I want life? I suppose I do. Like, do you though? Do you? Because it might actually cost you something. But refusing life will cost you more. If this opportunity is not availed of, if these opportunities to, 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 to learn and to heal and to become men and women of integrity and honesty and faith, if these opportunities are missed, you're going to make a hash of it. Life is going to be tough. Your relationships will fall apart. And for all of you guys, ye may not be good dads. I'm Why are the girls laughing? No, I'm saying is that this is, this is serious. Like, I mean, like, if down the road, like, if and when, <laughs> bringing a child into the world, very, very easy. Being a dad, that's a different thing altogether. Being a father... 
teaching a boy how to be a man, fathering a child, that's very, very different. So how do we learn? How do, how, how do we learn to be fathers so that we can teach others how to be fathers? I will not leave you orphans, says the Lord. Guys, it's, it's, it's a very simple kind of an image, but you'll forgive me for, for being so basic here. But it's like in life, right? <clears throat> These two tables are set before us, okay? And one table has the things that are good for us, right? Healthy food, and maybe even a couple of books that might help our little minds, and an old Bible, all right? All good. And this other table, we have weed killer and a couple of bottles of vodka, all right, and some motor oil and a syringe. All right? And these ways are set before you. And you have to choose. And you're not chained. You are free. And there's no one yanking on some, some, some cord around your neck. Or you are free to choose. And it's, just, it's absolutely stunning. It's astounding how often we can think that this table full of basically poison might actually make me happy. And so we try it, and, and, and it doesn't make me happy. So what's the solution? Try it again. Because, well, if it didn't, happen, if it didn't work the first time, then I, should, I shouldn't give up. I should persevere. So I'm going to persevere in this bad stuff, because then it'll eventually actually probably hopefully make me happy. And it doesn't. Do you ever notice that? Like on, a, like on a Friday night, Thursday, Friday night, you're really looking forward to Saturday night. What was last Saturday night like? Oh, yeah, blacked out. Broke my heels, walked on glass actually because I couldn't see where I was going. Ended up in A and E. All right, okay. But yeah, but this Saturday will be better. And so we do it again. And what happens? Oh yeah, so hungover. I was late for work. Um, probably going to be suspended. But next Saturday will be better. And you go. What, what happens next Saturday? Oh yeah, some guy. Blah, blah, that guy was awful. Blah 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 blah. Same old rubbish every bloody single week. And we keep trying it. Stop. Stop trying it. Stop going to that table. Stop choosing that route. For God's sake, would you just try the other one? Just give it a shot. But in here, not because they dragged you. Right? Well, you probably didn't drag you kicking and screaming. The food is good. The food is good. The view is good. The people are good. But in here, guys, in here, decide for life. Decide for God. Decide for a future. Just leave all that other stuff. Just forget it. It's going to kill you. Choose life. Choose to be fathered. Choose to accept the gift that God has given you of, of helping you or helping your family by giving you examples, by giving you fathers who love you and who will take care of you, and who will do anything for you. Let them father you. Let them lead you. Let God heal you. Amen. The following is a special appeal by Father Patrick Cahill. 
Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on YouTube or whatever podcast media you're listening to us on. Uh, it's a great privilege to be able to serve you all in this way. Uh, if I could ask you please to pray for us here in Holy Family Mission. We're heading into our eighth year of uh, faith formation for the young people who are attending here. And it's a great gift and privilege to be able to work here. But we would ask if you would pray for us and pray for all of our intentions here as well that we can continue this work. And if you feel that Lord is in any way calling you or asking you to support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that too. So if you go onto our website, holyfamilymission.ie, there's a donate button there, and we'd greatly appreciate uh, your donations so that we can keep this work going. Uh, It does, unfortunately, cost uh, a bit to run this place, so uh, we greatly rely on our benefactors. And, of course, we pray for all of our benefactors' needs, especially on Wednesday, the day traditionally dedicated to St. Joseph, the Father of all providence. So thank you so much uh, in advance for your prayerful support and also for those who are able to uh, uh, assist us financially. We are immensely grateful. God bless you.